Well, thank you very much. You don't need to stand for me, but then maybe you do because what you put into something is what you're going to get out of it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Put it all in there, eh? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll calm down. So I'm a bit too rowdy for some of you, eh? I walked in this morning and I had my new shoes. Have you seen my shoes? Well, not everyone said woo because said, someone said to me at the door, those are granddaddy's shoes. Do you know how much I paid for these? It was, they were expensive. I got the next pair for half price. So that, so that, but then I thought, well, I, am a, I said, I am a granddad. That's my grandson, the one that's lively, wants to get up on stage all the time. Glory to God. Praise God. Father, we just ask that you lead and guide through the message today, that you touch every heart further in your presence, that we would hear your voice speaking into our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow, the last month we had an awesome theme, didn't we? Mission Possible. Mission possible, not impossible, but God makes things possible. It was so exciting. We had so many good messages. Dave preached and opened it up on the difference between the two rich man, men. One was uh, in their response to the Lord. One was Zacchaeus. Uh, then we had Sophia talking about reaching the lost and being passionate about going out there with the love and, of God and the good news of the gospel, uh, how that Christ has done everything. I won't start preaching. Reuben spoke about the great commission and the authority given to carry out the will of God in our lives. Remember, I preached last month also uh, on that, how that when we had such a great deficit in our heavenly bank account, as it were, we'd sinned and fallen short of God's glory. God came in through Christ and he balanced our bank account. Glory to God. But then I, the second point was he did more than that. He gave us a, a, an amazing credit into our account. Zillions of dollars, as it were. He blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Are you in Christ this morning? If you're in Christ this morning, you're blessed. He's your life. Eternal life is the life of Christ. That's why the Word says, when Christ who is our life, and I'm preaching again, when Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall we appear with Him in glory. Can you say glory? Because Jesus is here. All glory to your name, Lord. You're so awesome. We exalt and magnify your name. Hallelujah. Wow, it is exciting. It is exciting. The blessing. The blessing is our theme today. You know, speaking blessing over our children is so important. And Jesus came to release the Father's blessing here on earth. He spoke so much about blessing and what heaven was like, and, the, and he really just was a declaration of the heart of the Father. In fact, he was uh, God's only sermon to us, really. Everything that he's ever done or ever made is encapsulated in Christ. It's through him and for him. It's by him and to him. It's all done in him. He's headed up everything in the Lord Jesus Christ. He's, a, he's God's final word to us, as it were, of all his love, everything, and that in his Son, such a loud declaration to us. Such, such blessing he has for us. So if it was so, so much on our Heavenly Father's heart to bless us, shouldn't it also be on the heart of each one of us to bless our children, to bless others? We who have received blessing and the favor of our God, we, we just love to bless our children. And the wife, especially the wife. Ruth will never miss out on a blessing. You know, when God firstly made um, Adam and Eve in Genesis 1 and 28, the first thing he did, 
he, he blessed them and he said, be fruitful. Ruth was talking about the earth being fruitful uh, on day three. Well, on day six of creation, God created Adam and Eve, man, and he blessed them. That's the first thing he did was bless them. And he said, be fruitful and multiply. He said, fill the earth, subdue it. What a blessing. The last thing Jesus did before he, he left to go back to glory, he, as he went up, he was laying his hands on the disciples and blessing them, blessing them. It's, it's as though there are a couple of brackets here and God's just, all he's got is just blessing. Blessing for us. He, his heart is so much for us. Why would we ever think differently about them, eh? He's so for us. And we're designed by God to bless others. To bless others. I have a, I have a, a verse, key verse for today is 1 Peter 3, verse 8 and 9. And Peter says here, Finally, all of you be of one mind. Have compassion for one another. Love as brothers. Be tender-hearted. Is that describing you? I hope I'm describing each one of you here. Be tender-hearted. Be courteous. Not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling. Bad words for bad words. But on the contrary, blessing. Knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. Wow. You're actually called here at Excite, a people, to go out and bless others. To bless others. God is right into blessing. And so I've only got one point today and one phrase as a title for my message today under the blessing. And that is, your words are your wardrobe. If you remember nothing else from this message today, take that phrase away with you, that your words are your wardrobe. They also are the wardrobe of your children and others also. You know, we like to dress up in, in life, don't we? We play dress up. We only need to look at kids alive and see Kate with all the clothes in there and they dress up as different people from the Bible. And... Uh, you know, in the morning, Sunday morning, ready for church, putting the makeup on. Oh, no, I don't do that. But um, we love to dress up, put our good clothes on, new shoes, new shoes. You know, we love dressing up. We love dressing up. You know, when I was younger, we used to go to church every Sunday. Uh, it was a little bit more conservative church than the excite. Just a, just a teensy bit. Just a wee bit. So on Saturday night, I'd have to polish up my uh, black shoes, nugget them up and get them all polished for Sunday and make sure everything was, clothes all laid out. We were dressed up to go to church. And that's all very, very good, dressing ourselves up on the outside, you know. And yet it doesn't really matter quite so much what you are on the outside so much, although it does say that man looks on the outward appearance. So I guess it does have some small bearing, but then it says, but the Lord looks on the heart. And so if you're going to, uh, get a wardrobe that's going to dress you up. I would say that uh, what's going on on the inside where God is looking, we need to uh, dress up. We need to dress up. Very good. The words we speak over our children, our spouses, and ourselves are very important. We get, we get the word, we, they're like our wardrobe. We, we put clothes, 
clothes on ourselves by the words that we speak. I wonder at times if you're like me, sometimes I hang my head in shame because there's been times in my life when I've given my children or my spouse or my workers a dressing down. And God doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to dress people up, not give them a dressing down. So God, so if you're wondering who the message is for today, it's for me. But you have to listen as God speaks to me. As God speaks to me. Praise his name. So, just to get that straight. See, when, 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 when Adam and Eve sinned, you know, they only got told one tree they weren't allowed to eat of. It was pretty simple, you know. God started off very simply. You got all these trees, one tree, don't eat. That should be simple. So then they ate, and then did God give them a dressing down? No. He actually dressed them up. He made, he made coats of skin for them, didn't he? Yeah? At a tremendous cost to himself, because when he killed an animal to make coats of skin, he showed that blood would have to be shed in order that redemption of all mankind would have to come about. And that was going to involve him coming in the person of Jesus and going to the cross and laying down his life for us to redeem us, that he might clothe us with the perfect righteousness of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And he did that and he dressed man. God dresses people up. Praise his name. Robes of righteousness. What a good God we have. What a compassionate father. He didn't say, look what you've done. They already knew what they did. Yeah. You know, you're at home and the child breaks a plate. Now look what you've done. Well, I know what I've done. You know, what a silly thing to do. I already know it. You know, maybe we need to actually bless them with our words. Don't worry about that. I know that you are a careful boy. And that won't happen again. That's fine. It's all right. I'll sweep it up now. But you are careful, aren't you, James? Use my son, James. He's not here, you see. You're careful, aren't you, James? Of course, I always parented like that, didn't I? <laughs> Just a thought. No, it's more than that. We wanted to become an action. Glory to God. Yeah. What about you? Maybe it's time to change your clothes. What do you speak about over your own life or over your spouse's wife? You know, when there's a bit of a rah da in the house, you know? <laughs> hey, or the kids, you know, are we, are we blessing them with our words? We need to just have a look at our wardrobe and just think about what is coming out of our mouth because our Father wants us to bless and it starts at home with our own children, not when we're out trying to put on a, a scene in front of other people, yeah? In the Old Testament, the word blessing in Hebrew is the word barak. This simply means to speak the intention of God. In the New Testament, the word blessing in the Greek is the word eulogized, from which we get the word eulogy from. Now, when you have a eulogy, you speak blessing about the person, all the blessed things and how much a person meant to you. But let's not wait till after our children or our spouse dies to start speaking blessing over them. Let's start now speaking words of blessing, not after they've gone. 
too late then to wake up and find out, I wish I had to bless my children more. God wants us to start right now. Not only blessing our children, blessing our own life. Don't say you're silly or I'm dumb or I've got a forgetful mind. How often have I said that? I've got a good memory. I have to keep pulling myself up even now and say, oh, no, my memory is good. It's getting stronger every day. No, I'm not forgetful. <laughs> Glory to God. So the practice of, of, of this is uh, to, that word means to um, speak well of or speak the intention and favor of God on a person. So God wants us over our children to see them as he sees them and speak his intention and his favor over them. Not what's happening in the moment, but speak his intention for them. Glory to God. Glory to God. See, when we speak ill of ourselves or others, this is not the will of our Heavenly Father. When He's invested so much to clothe us with such beauty and the righteousness of Christ and all the heavenly blessings that are ours for us to speak otherwise is not good. It's not the will of our Heavenly Father. So our will needs to be submitted to His will. Yes, your words are your wardrobe. And it's important that when we bless, we're blessing from a, a place of intimacy with our Heavenly Father, from His presence, enjoying His embrace. Jesus said, He knew all about the place of intimacy with His Father. He said, no one has seen God at any time. But then He made this statement. The only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared Him. He's declared Him from that place, from that loving embrace, right in the bosom of the Father is a place to declare, to declare blessing. And if you're not dwelling there and you're fearful and you're anxious and there's all sorts of things going on in your head, I was going to say Swede, but that's something that grows in the garden, in your head, in your mind. That's what I meant, not Swede. That grows in the garden. Sorry. I'll just pull myself up there. Words of blessing. Something going off in, in that amazing mind that it's God has given you. But if it's anxiety and it's, and, and it's trouble, often the words that come out are not blessing, are they? So we need to just enjoy our loving Father's embrace and just see ourselves as God sees us. That Yes, we are more than conquerors and we're blessed and we're going to be prosperous. Whatever we do, God will turn it for good because all things work together for good to those that love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. And I'm going to have a blessed day. And even if I go through the fiery trials today, God's going to turn it for good. I'm going to become stronger and more resilient. And I'm just going to push on through because Jesus is with me in the fire. Like with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And we speak blessing and we stand in faith and we stand on the rock, which is Christ. And we abide in Him and we have favor with our Father. And that's the place where we speak uh, uh, the words, God's words of blessing and favor over our community, over ourselves, over our spouses, over one another, over our children. Our words then become His words. They're anointed with His power. And they accomplish His will in the, in, in, the, in the life of who we're speaking out and we're over to. Yes? Man, wouldn't that be good? Isn't that good, I should say? It's not out there, it's right here. Within reach. That is good. 
So we curse by saying negative things out of insecurity and out of self-centeredness and out of ourself. But we bless and we tell forth the mind of God. That's why we love that song of the blessing, you know. Now, this is, this is what even the priests in the Old Testament did. If you look back at Numbers, they were commanded by the Lord how to bless. And uh, in Numbers 6 and verse 22, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons. They were the priests saying, this is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, the Lord bless and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So thou shalt put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. First, the priest would put the name, his name and bless them with the words. And then he said, then I will bless you. I wonder if we're putting his name over the houses in Northland, over the marriages in Northland, over the businesses in Northland, over the Fenua in Northland, over the land. What blessings are we speaking over the north, over Aotearoa today? We are kings and we are priests here today. Just like the priests of old, we have a commission from God with all authority to go out and subdue our nation to take authority and speak out words of blessing, powerful words that are God's mind for today, right now. That's you and I. Glory. We take authority. Hallelujah. I just about want to come up for to the altar. Is there an altar in this church? Not quite. I'll just be... Ruth and I have been speaking blessing over our daughter every day, more recently. Mind you, we've blessed them in the past as well. But it's more on our hearts now. We're becoming more aware of how important it is to bless the day. And it has brought change. It changes the day. It's even changing, changing what our daughter thinks about herself as well. It's bringing change. It's, it's, it's quite significant. I speak blessing over my business, and I've noticed when I do that, what a change happens. Things start to happen. You know the biggest change where it happens? It actually happens here too. The anxiety and the worry and the stress goes. I'm more resilient to when bad news comes or something happens. And I just speak blessing. I did the other week when we were at conference. We got some bad news about something, a batch of honey or some bad news from work. We won't get into details, but... I just declared blessing over it. Halfway through this week, the whole thing had turned around and there wasn't a problem at all. The labs and the tests had been wrong 30 times out. I don't know whether God tampered with the honey and changed it 30 times different at the other lab. I don't know what happened. But I was blessed and I praise God for that. I'm going to read you a story. I've got a story here somewhere just about blessing. See, it's important to uh, give a spoken blessing to our children every day. Every day, your child needs to hear you bless them with your words. You're going to grow up and you're going to be successful. You're going to be clever. You know, you're very intelligent, you know. You know, I'm watching how you did that and you're careful. Okay, the plate just broke, but I saw you being careful and that was good. Sometimes that does happen. I've done it before myself, but don't worry. Next time, you're going to get it better, you know. There's going to be improvement. Start speaking the future you want to see over you because not you are stupid because then you'll be just cursing and cursing and cursing and cursing them every day. 
That's not what God wants. He's not happy with that. That's what he's told me. A mother, a mother, mother reported, have you noted, uh, we have noticed several things happen in our family as we apply the lessons we have learned regarding, regarding the spoken blessing. We are all demonstrating more love toward each other. Attitudes really are transformed and the children are growing in faith. Our children will come to us and report that one of their siblings needs a blessing. That's better than tittle here. Because he or she had a bad attitude and is being naughty. All of us then gather around and bless the offender. This act demonstrates great love toward him or her. No need for the children to be telling tales or taking matters into their own hands, as they now have a practical solution for the situation. Hey, whenever my husband and I notice a wrong attitude in a child, that child receives a blessing. And I am continually amazed how attitudes are changed immediately. Sometimes a little talk is required, but the spoken blessing is the transformer. Our children now come to us and ask for a blessing. I frequently get asked to give uh, a, a school blessing, particularly for maths. We can relate to that. We get asked every day to bless our daughter. A sports blessing is another favorite or help with I can't seem to get myself going attitudes. Our 10-year-old son blesses me several times each day, every day. Wow, this sort of, it's catchy, isn't it? This is truly exciting. Imagine if that happened in your house. I know it's already happening, but just imagine if it happened more frequently. Sorry. Imagine if it happened in my house every day. That's, that's going to be the norm around my house. From now on, I make that resolve. That's going to be the norm. I make that resolve right here now that that's going to be the norm. I'm going to bless my wife in front of my children. With my words, I'm going to build Ruth up. I'm going to bless my children when they come around and my grandchildren. I'm going to speak highly of my workers in front of my children. I'm going to speak highly of the neighbor who uh, tooted the horn at me and gave me the bird. But he didn't do that. I'm just joking. I don't have a neighbor that did that. <laughs> Try and keep on track, you guys. Yes, your words are your wardrobe. Please take that away today. Your words are your wardrobe. You are dressing someone up or you're dressing them down. Don't let your friends and neighbours go naked. Definitely don't let your wife go naked and don't let your children go naked and stop walking around naked yourself. Have I got clothes on? Praise God, I have. And you'll find that in the Old Testament. No, <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm good to know that you're tracking with me. Hallelujah. Your words are your wardrobe. James 3 verse, James 3 verse, we're tracking all right. James 3 verse 8 to 10. No man can tame the tongue, especially not the pastor. Oh, no, it doesn't say that. It is an, an, an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless God and uh, our God and Father, and with it we curse men. Now, we're not talking about swearing here. We're talking about the words that are coming out. Create a curse. I'm useless. I'm dumb. You're silly. Stop doing, you know. You're naughty. No, no, no. No, we're not, we're not going to say that over our children. We're going to bless them. Whether we curse men who have been made in the, in the likeness of God. 
or similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing, my brethren. These things ought not to be so. This is not how it's supposed to be. It does bring fruit. The words that we speak bring fruit. But now we're going to go out and change Northland. We've got to start at home, though. We've got to start at home. If, you can't, if we can't change our children and our grandchildren, how can we change Northland? Do not respond out of fear, anxiety. See, when there's negative words coming out, there's something at the core of what's going on in our heart. It happens. I'm not at peace and I'm not dwelling in the bosom of my Father and declaring the Father's blessing from that place of security as I abide in Christ. Ask God to give you the right words to speak this week, every day. Important because word you just read John, that's how he started. In the beginning was the word, and he spoke, and the word was God. Jesus is the word. If you've received him, your words are changed because he's the word, he's God's word, he's the, he's the whole story. First Peter 2 and verse 9. But you are just in case you doubt this, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. The priests, remember, were commanded to speak the blessing and how to speak the and bring the blessing. Yeah, both co-laborers with God we are. You are a chosen generation here in Kirikiri, Northland, Aotearoa, 2021, a royal priesthood. This is from the Amplified. Has anyone got an Amplified Bible here? A holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you into his marvelous light. Isn't that great? He's elevated us to this place where we can just speak the mind of our Father and the blessing of our Father over one another. Hallelujah. What a privilege. What a blessing. Words are your wardrobe. You're going to start dressing up the town. It's going to start looking good. We're going to dress up Northland in the weeks, months, and years to come. We're going to bring change through our nation because of our words. Yes? We're going to open up the wardrobe, and we're going to start speaking the blessing of God, the intentions of God, the will of our Father for man here in our nation. Not, we're not going to accept what's going on now going to bring about change. The light is going to rise. All the darkness is going to start to be of the and he dwells in me. The Son of God is risen in me. But now as it comes up, he says, you are the light of the world now, Paul. John, Linda, Ian, Sophia, Harmony, Dave, you are the light of the world. And as you declare my blessing, over the re- all the reproach, all the negative stuff is going to be rolled back. Because what's going to happen as you speak my word, as you speak the word, the blessing and the favor of God, I'm going to come in by my spirit, and I'm just going to brood on that word, and I'm going to bring blessing. Things are going to happen. Yeah? Glory to God. Your words are your wardrobe. Amen.